0: Hello, Uh, you're welcome to Talk To Me On Board. I am Dada Girl. Um, How you doing? It's been a while. For those who are very conversant with this podcast, you'd understand that um, things have been, you know, a bit of a topsy-turvy for me. And um, things have been very interesting, Sha. So uh, that's why it's been a minute. Uh, Today I'm going to be talking about the art of relearning, as the title says, and it's a very interesting one actually. Now, the thing with my topics, I'll give you a little secret the thing with my topics is they just come to me. You know, I could be riding a home on the bike, I could be at the office, I could be having a conversation, it just comes to me. And when it comes, what I do is record almost immediately and then try to produce and put it out there so that you guys can listen to it. So, today. I was um riding home on a bike uh, I, ju- I just got home i got home about, about like uh three minutes ago and as I was riding, you know everything all the um what word would I use now all the happenings that have been going on for a while, especially at my place of work came back to me, and everything just summed up into the art of relearning basically and Um, it made me understand that some people would say that learning is difficult. Personally, I don't think so. I think learning is one of the most beautiful and amazing things to happen to humans because I enjoy learning personally. Um, I do not... Shame myself when it comes to things that I do not know about. When it comes to things that I'm ignorant of. I don't see it as shame. Um, I embrace the fact that I don't know about these things and I try as much as possible to know about them. I'm very vocal about things I don't know about. I don't pretend to know about things. If I don't know about it, I'll tell you, I have no idea. Tell me what it is. And if it's something that, you know, I think I'm interested in, I would try to get as much knowledge as possible. There's the internet, there's Google, like life is easy, so you can always do research. And so I think learning is beautiful. However, I think where the problem comes in is with relearning. And I'm saying this from personal experience. So I got into relearning full force during my service year, which was a couple of months ago. Um, I ended my service a couple of months ago. And I had to serve at a radio station. Now, prior to my service year, I had done radio, I had been in the radio for about three years, roughly. Um, but these three years were not three consecutive years, you know, there were three scattered years. One year I interned and then, you know, the two remaining years I was in and out co-hosting and doing all of that. I wasn't really in radio, I was just in and out. And so I had, you know, a basic knowledge of radio. I knew how to use the console. You know, I had some knowledge of things to say and not to say. I had knowledge of how to introduce a show. I had knowledge of how to create a um, script for a show. I had, like, all the basic knowledge. But obviously, there were certain things that I didn't really understand, you know, because I wasn't in. I was just popping in and out. And so when I had to work doing my service here at a radio station... It was, the word I use is humbling, it was an humbling experience or a humbling experience, whichever it is, for me, because, you know, I walked in there with the, oh, I knew how to work at a radio station, I already know what to do, you know, I have a great voice, I have a very good command of the language, just put me on air and let me go. and. The head of broadcasting there was like, yeah, no, it doesn't really work like that. This is a new space. I don't care where you're coming from. I don't care what you know. I'm gonna teach you before I put you on my mic. And at first it seemed like, who is she? Like, what, who is she to tell me what, what is the meaning of this nonsense? Why do I have to learn again? I don't understand. But over time I got to realize that I was relearning. And it was quite an experience because I later got to realize there were so many things about radio I had no idea about. There was this whole other side to radio that I had never seen. And I actually got to see and I got to understand. Um, And it was amazing. And... I enjoyed my stay there actually because, at the end of the day, you know, I was allowed my time to be on air and to do, you know, all the stuff I wanted to do, but in a different light and in a light that I actually discovered that I enjoyed more than the one I'd been exposed to. So, relearning can be very difficult, especially in a field where you feel like you already have some knowledge and then you get to find out that, oh, you have to relearn and you have to, you know, repolish what you have already learned and catch up. And I um, I'm, I think I'm experiencing the same thing at my current place of work. And um, it's actually very interesting. It's very interesting because when I was trying to get this job, I wanted to go in as a full-fledged content writer and copywriter, you know, and just start off. But on getting there, there's company policy that says... Uh, whatever staff is being employed has to go through a period of uh, what, what's the word now probation, but then it's called internship, right? So we have to go to uh, go through a period of probation, and then after you've been observed, then you know they say okay, you're full-fledged staff. That's it; they want you. So I didn't mind. I really didn't mind because you know I felt like what's the big deal? It's something I can do. It's I mean I understand why you have it. Because if I own the business, I think I'll do it too, and um, so I get it. And it's not a big deal. It's something I can do. There's no harm in it. So I got in as an intern, and you know, I got in based on the understanding that I hadn't worked in that kind of industry before, and I kind of need a foreknowledge. You know, I didn't just want to get in and then throw things at me, and I'll be like, um, okay, so what's happening? So I wanted that foreknowledge of what the company was about, the industry, basic understanding, you know, get to understand how the system works before I key myself into it. And I'm so glad I went in like that because there were so many things that I thought I knew, so many things I thought that, you know, I had so much knowledge about that I'm starting to realize that, you know, I might have not exactly forgotten, but I might have not used in a while. And so it's quite dormant and passive. And I needed to be awoken, and I needed it to be refurbished, and which is very humbling because you know you you as a content writer you get to write like a, a whole article and then you present it and every almost every single word or every single sentence or every single fa- phrase is being corrected, and you sit there looking like wait like I'm, I went to school I mean I I, I know English right and you, you know right there they're correcting your presence and you're like. Ugh. But my now, you know, but I don't understand. But then, what you don't understand is you're writing according to what you think is great, but then you know they are looking at it according to what we are trying to present. Now I pride myself, or I usually call myself a kind of the kind of communicator that breaks you know communication down to the barest minimum. I'm the one person that do not believe in using you know, heavy grammar or heavy words. I'm one who believes in using the barest minimum so that when I speak, anybody and everybody can understand me. And even an illiterate can at least have an idea of what I'm saying. That's how I I believe communication should be. However, I need to incorporate the fact that Sometimes you might be writing or speaking to people who are non-legible, and need to understand that to an extent you have a very good and very solid command of the use of the language. And so in those kind of situations, you can't use the barest minimum. You kind of like have to use the heavy stuff. And, you know, this is the one thing that I have had to relearn so far and I've had to, you know, take in again and understand. And um, it's quite humbling because like I said, you know, you have your work corrected all the time, every phrase, every sentence, every word. It, as a content, for content writers, I'm sure you understand what I mean. It's not something that you enjoy because I mean, it's literally like questioning who you are and what you claim you are. Because if you say you're a content writer, it means whatever it is you write must be solid. And so when they have to correct every phrase and every word and they're saying, oh, this doesn't sound right. Oh, this doesn't make sense. Oh, this, and you wrote it. So it's like, um, so what are you saying? I don't make sense. You, you get what I mean? It makes you question yourself. But um, so far, God has been able to help me to not to stop questioning myself and to start just learning, you know, to just humble myself and learn and see it as, OK, you know what? I'm learning all over again, you know, because speaking of which, you know, a year is a very long time, especially as a content writer, to be out of the game. I was out of the game for, yeah, roughly a year, and it's, a, it's quite a long time because English moves. English is moving. What makes sense today might not make sense tomorrow. What makes sense tomorrow might not make sense next tomorrow. So English is like a moving language, and so it's changing every day, and things you thought made sense do not make sense anymore. And especially in this day and age where you're being exposed to bad use of the language, you're being exposed to slangs, you're being, you know, constant exposure, you're always on social media, people are talking nonsense. Before you know what, you realize that all of this forms your language. And I also haven't been reading as frequently. In fact, I haven't been reading at all, to be honest. So, like, I am not really doing anything to improve. I am not brushing up on my vocabulary. I'm not brushing up on my grammar. I'm just exposing myself to bad stuff. So, I mean, there's no way on earth, no matter how good of a writer I am, that, you know, it would, everything I would write would be great and would be in line and would be up to date, So, um, yeah, I think, you know, the art of relearning is one that comes with humility, serious, serious humility. And I guess that's where a lot of people seem to have problem when it comes to learning. So I don't think learning is the problem, because if you had no idea about something and you have to learn it, then I don't think there's a problem with learning. I think the problem is, you know, having a little knowledge or prior knowledge and having to learn it again. I think that's where, you know, the problem comes, because it takes humility to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to put what I've learned aside and I would learn all over again. Um, so yeah, I think that's where um, the problem might be. And you know, that's it, so far so good. Um, with all I've been experiencing. It's just really, it just came to me and it was really amazing. And, you know, I saw it from that light and I said, oh, wow, the art of relearning. You know, people say, it, I've used the term a lot. You know, I'm ready to relearn, I'm ready to unlearn. Especially when you're writing cover letter, you know, I'm ready to relearn and unlearn. But you never really understand what you're saying until you are faced with relearning and you're like, oof like it's so humbling and you're like oh my god because it makes you question everything i i feel like you know not just content writers creatives will be able to understand what i'm saying it makes you question everything you are especially if someone is correcting the kind of work you've done and i think graphics designers honestly because for graphics designers i think it's like um it's a whole different ball game because i mean you design something and then you present it to the client and the client is telling you um this doesn't make sense. You know, saying, tell you, this does not make any sense. You know, that just leaves a bad taste in your mouth because you're like, so what are you telling me? I don't make sense. This, I, I bored this out of my, like, this was what? This is my work this is my creativity are you saying it makes no sense are you saying that make no sense you can you know it can you can it can really get personal you know because it is personal it came out of you so it's personal but you, i i i think that one thing that life is teaching me is to just relax and you know be humbled and just take whatever it is and say okay you know what maybe i actually need to maybe it actually doesn't make any sense and i need to go look at it again and see what doesn't make sense about it which is very humbling so yeah um That's it. That's actually all I wanted to share today. Um, I hope you've been able to find one or two things useful. It's so funny because these days I'm, you know, rolling out the out of learning now to, you know, be employed in Nigeria. I'm really rolling out all this stuff and it seems so opposite to my earlier content, which... I think it's beautiful because it shows the different faces that I find myself in as life goes. And this is really what I want this to be about. I want it to be talking about, you know, things I'm experiencing and things I've learned and be able to pass on some of the knowledge to other people and to people who are listening. So... Thank you so much for listening to this. Um, if you are just listening, if the first time you listen to talk to me, on then you might want to check the remaining episodes and listen. They are equally amazing and awesome. And I'm sure that you have one or two things to learn. And you can as subscribe because um, I may not be very consistent yet. Emphasis on yet. I might not be very consistent yet, but I usually drop solid stuff, awesome stuff from time to time. So you should subscribe so that when I drop it, you're able to get it all right guys once again thank you so much for listening until next time bye